All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am SoloBase15, here with my good friend Zareth, and um, we've had a busy week in game. How's it going, Zareth? Oh, yeah, it's been a whirlwind for sure. Um, And not not just uh, using verbiage from our last conversation just a minute ago. Um. (laughs) Quite literally, yes. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's been it's been pretty crazy. And I'm also excited for people, uh, innocent bystanders to listen to your thunderstorm in the background that I won't be able to hear. And the the fireworks that people are firing off uh, where I'm at. (laughs) That, that I can't hear. That you probably can't hear, but yeah. for some reason the audience can hear all of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So week week two in a row, where horrible thunderstorms on a Monday night. Though I think I think mine may may have mostly passed. Hopefully, because good lord, they've been going for like the past two and a half hours. Um, yeah. So you guys get to listen to that. Congratulations. You're welcome. Uh, hooray, hooray for you for y'all <laughs> well listen we're not in the south sarah all right <laughs> i've bless been jealous <laughs> bless your heart <laughs> bless you <laughs> I, i've been jealous of y'all for a long time honestly it's uh i probably shouldn't steal it but it, like with y'all you can you could have the really the most awesome contraction ever y'all of <laughs> which is you all would have it, it's, yeah it's the best it just literally is so um yeah but you're right i'm not in the south so uh but it is um it's about fourth of july and rakaren asks what the best fourth of july burger toppings are and i i don't do, is there a difference to you between fourth of july burgers versus just burgers in general um no well i mean there's a difference between fourth of july burgers and restaurant burgers okay because what you're making at a on a grill you know isn't being made in a professional kitchen so i'd say yes it's different that way but no in general like it's no different than every other time I would cook on the grill or something. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So what? what's your favorite? What's the best stuff? I, I think you answered it in chat, but... I um... did. Uh, cheddar, barbecue sauce, and caramelized onions. Hmm. That's, those are the... Uh, well, those are what's going to be on my burger tomorrow. Um, Sounds too fancy for me. No... Yeah, I'm delicious. I'm like, okay, you could just uh if you can toast the bun a little bit, then um honestly, like I am pretty simple. I like just some mayo, some mustard, and some like red onion, raw red onion. Caramelized onions can go to hell. I hate them. <laughs> like, I mean, they're, I, they're an abomination. I, they're like, yeah, this is this is like what good food is after we've ruined it. You know what? If I knew how to make crispy onions, they would be there. But quite frankly, I can't make them, so they're not. Um, but yeah, it's I'm I'm very excited for that portion of tomorrow. It's supposed to be like eight hundred degrees, so not excited for that part. Um, but yeah, 
Anyway. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Is is it gonna rain for you for fourth? Um allegedly. Hmm. Only in the morning though. It's supposed to be like just you know, it's raining right now. It's supposed to rain in the morning and then it's supposed to rain at night. So hopefully the like one PM time should be free. Hopefully. It's it's rained every day for like a week and a half, so who the hell knows? But yeah. Hopefully. It's been raining a lot in Denver this this year. Um, so last year it ruined our Fourth of July. Like it rained us out right as the fireworks were coming out. Yeah. Um, and it probably will this this Fourth uh, as well. So that'll be good. Um, so happy Fourth to everyone who is um, celebrating that, and I hope the people who aren't celebrating it have a good day, anyways. Yes. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and if you're in if you're in England, have fun celebrating Trader Day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like Trader Day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, let's let's get into the game because it's like I said, there's a lot happened last week. Which we are or, pretty sure there would be, but yeah, right, right, and actually. It's kind of confirmed that there's going to be a lot more happening this week as well. After people get back from their July 4th vacation. Yeah, it's um that they have to. It's it's right. like it's, they literally have to. They, yes. <laughs> they can't not. So I, I guess we could talk about that first just as a well whatever. Uh, you have you have a scheduled uh itinerary. We we could just go through your order of things. I'm good. Well, I, I don't know if it's an idealized order. I just put things down as I remember them. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start with the last two characters that were released were bugged. Uh we got Jedi Cow and Rex, both of them bugged. Uh When was the last time we had a character released that wasn't bugged? I mean, I I would guess like was what about Saw or Tarful? I think Tarful was. I don't think anyone's used Saw, so maybe Saw. Yeah, like we just haven't been able to tell. I, I do know that the Saw mission, every like everyone I've talked to has been like, What the hell, man? How, why is this this ridiculously hard? Like they're like, we can't solve it. But really? Yeah. I, I thought hmm. I don't know. That's a mission I don't plan on doing for a very long time, so I've kind of right. blocked it out of my head. Um, yeah, I don't care that much about. I'm I'm hoping that Kyle Katarn can factor into things because oh, he does. That's how it was solved. Oh, it was well, solved with Kara, yeah. Kyle Katarn, and Chase. Good. Well, that's that's handy because Kyle Katarn is Relic Seven already. Yeah, that's that that is how you solve that mission. Kara Dune, you say? Yeah, Kara's actually very important for the mission. Wait, she's not Rebel Fighter, though. Or is she? Oh, she is. Yeah, she, yeah is. she is. I'm just being done. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't mind me. <laughs> I was like, she's a scoundrel. She can't be, but I'm just being stupid. Don't. Yeah, no, it's that. that's the team that you need to do, because Kara, you faced Empire, and so Kara just says, oh, hello. <laughs> I will stun you now. Have fun. Yeah, I mean that—that's the really fancy thing about the. We've talked about it on this podcast of the the phase two mission with her. Um, <clears throat> she just 
uh, with, with sauna lead it's it's just so satisfying like the empire just don't don't get turns you just stun lock them forever right. um yeah i i uh it's just an interesting thing because if you could get your entire guild to just buy into it, I get we'd have to do the math. I think the best course of action is actually to just have your guild all buy into. It. If you're like, okay, guys, we can pick one PVE thing that we're just going to max out. I think the max out thing that you want to do initially, at least, is probably just get your get your guild to like a four sixteen if yeah. you can right like oh, to yeah. that box like that seems like that's the best bang for your buck overall if if you can get everyone to buy in hand yeah hands down in fact we um after cal was released and we saw that we we don't really need to focus on zepho um we're like okay we're 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 going to be focusing on the raid next um because that 416 box is important on two fronts one all the good recruits want the fourth, uh, the four sixteen bucks because they've built up their rosters. Why would they go to a place where it's pointless using it? And two, it gives better rewards. Quite frankly, um, yeah, yeah. So I completely agree with you there, and so so does my guild. Yeah. I- well, it's it's crazy, and I think there's a podcast question that touched on it, maybe. Um, but but like, there still isn't that many guilds who have gotten to the two fifty six box or two sixty five, whatever it is. Um, right? Yeah. Like like, what's uh, if I'm looking at looking at the global leaderboard right now? Um, let's see. So in totality, if you've gotten to two sixty five, then. It, it it records it forever like that that's where you are um it, so it looks like big chabowski guild number 28 has 265 just barely yeah yeah um or is it 256 i, I don't remember it's 265 okay. is the number so there's only been oh there's been less than 30 guilds to even get to um the 265 so i guess we shouldn't just so cavalierly just like hey yeah like go ahead and go chase the 416 at the same time like everyone needs like three teams is all you need right because you do you do 2.7 2.7 2.7 and that puts you at an 8.1 i think and i think you have to average an 8.2 something like that for the 416 bucks yeah and actually you don't need a single r8 to get the the 416 box it's of course to do that you need more r7s but you you just need four teams at r7 and then old republic at r5 and you'll get the the 416 box um you just have less wiggle room right um yeah, I, I think I'm just gonna try to go for that. Actually, I, I put I listed out all the characters I need for it. Um, I, I'm not getting eight million right now because I, I I could. I just Tuscans have annoyed me a lot. Like my initial attempts to try to get them to work have just been mostly mostly just struggles. And I I watched uh, like one guy that was like not helpful at even slightly. I was like I hate this so much. So I just stopped. 
because I I also just hate their animations. Like I, I I'm I'm getting close to the dark side. I feel like like Anakin. <laughs> he's like they're like animals, and I hate them. Yeah, I yeah. uh, they're, they're just like, hey, I'm gonna sip some tea, and you're like, could you take any longer? Like drinking your stupid drink, like that's not part of fighting. Like you're facing the the crate dragon, and you're drinking some weird homemade concoction, like. But what the hell is wrong with you, man? Yeah, he's I, like, he's like, I'm not even gonna do it real quick. I'm just gonna take my time. Oh my god, seriously. Um, but yeah, I my plan is to do. So I have all the teams and modding set up. I'm just too lazy to do it because right now we haven't pushed the four sixteen box, and so we only have to push two sixty five, and that's stupidly easy to get for right. a top five GP guild. Um really so, easy. Yep. So I've been quite lazy and only doing three total hits per per raid. And yeah. it it gets me up over five million and you just need to over, average over five point something million. So um I've just because you know why why put effort into it when you don't have to? Um, it's a good question. Uh, uh, hilariously, Hot Ski Patrol is number fourteenth on like the overall global leaderboard. Um, yeah, at two eighty two, and then yeah. my my alt guild, Old Dirty Blasters, passed them um, a while ago, and now we're at they're at two eighty five. Yeah, yeah two eighty five million. Will, yeah. will that continue now that you can't do extra hits? Because I know a lot of the people in Old Dirty mm. Blasters were doing multiple hits. It's a good question. I know they're gonna actually ask me to like do my part. I'm gonna be resentful. <laughs> no, I'm actually I've been I've been doing my five hits. Um, I I can't get as much. At, I think I get right around five million. I think, but um, it's all right. We're we're, yeah. make, we're making do. Yeah, it, it's so funny because I hear everyone's like, "You haven't done hut cartel split yet." I have them. I can do it. I can literally do it tomorrow if I wanted to. I just don't need to like why why put the added stress on until you actually have to um right well, well like my yeah i i was looking at it and it's like the one team the clo- team i'm closest to actually everyone's relic eight except for greedo who's relic six who, so i can't even do yeah. can't even do that level um I, i'd have to do i'd have to do like two below like i'd have to do the 1.2 million mission instead so i guess greedo's next to relic eight makes me cringe so hard, but all right. Yeah. So I already had Greedo at R7, uh, which is why I say I can do the split if I want to. Um, I'm just too lazy to. It's but Greedo after Cal, Greedo is my next R8. Uh because I have to to get, I think to get 8.5 million, I have to um Oh wait, no. It's to get nine million, I have to one relic level to Greedo, and I have two Tuscans at R five. After that, it's. I mean, I'm done with this raid. Nobody else is getting relics. I don't care about Max personal box. Um, right. And, They're like, hey, you have another fifty of these things that you have thousands right. of. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. That's you know I I'll I'll do I'll do the Greedo relic 
the Tuscans, I don't feel too bad about getting the Tuscans R7. They're not amazing, but they're probably the best defensive team on the board for in 3v3 for at least one more week. Um, but other Tuscans, than that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then I'll be done with the raid and I can go do other fun stuff again. Maybe the next raid will be Lord Vader attacking the Jedi Temple. That would be fun. Yeah, except then it would have to, like, there would just be endless numbers of younglings slaughter jokes. So I maybe, mean, maybe I wouldn't want that because. Wow, well, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I think they're funny, but it, like oversaturation of them, I'm, I'm just like, yeah. Just, it, it's like the cup thing. Like, so pe- people are always like, just take cup. And I'm like, you know, it, it would be funny if I hadn't heard that 10 billion times. Right. It was funny six years ago. Right. Like, people are like, you just use Cup. I'm like, Cup isn't even the worst character. Like, stop saying he's the worst character. He's not the worst. Like, he, ha- he has a niche use. Like, he he has stun on basic. Like, the, right. that's, that's actually, frankly, amazing in, in some circumstances. So, yeah. He's... He actually fits on Jedi Master Kenobi teams. Like he yeah. he legitimately fits there if you want to use him. Yeah, I'm not, wanna, I'm not going to, but right, you know, if you want to use him with Padme, like with the Gidme team, like he's just just yeah. fine there. Like he supports right. Galactic Republic. So yeah, like there, there's actually use. Like like the I think I think the the meme people are missing is ETH. <laughs> like he is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like every part of ETH Koth is just totally ridiculously worthless. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I hope no one ever says that about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. It's harsh, man. Yeah. Um Yeah. So the thing I can't believe actually it, and I don't I, I mean, I probably brought it on us um, anyways, but I can't believe we're talking about the crate raid that's been around for a le- forever. And we're not talking about like the madness that's been ensuing. I think in some part, like this is like the safe thing to talk about. And some part of our brains are like, yeah, let's like kind of tiptoe in a little bit. Uh, I just don't. I, I've heard so many complaints about territory battles that are all mostly just based off of people that didn't know what they were doing. And so it's, I'm already tired of being like, no, you're listening to somebody that did it wrong. Of course it was hard because they didn't do it right. It's like, I've said it enough times this week, like unlocking Zepho may not have happened this week, but it's been figured out. But apparently nobody wants to hear that. Everybody wants to complain. Nobody wants to hear that, oh, we figured out the modding in literally the first go, and it's unlocked. And now next next time, whoever has 30 Sears, uh, probably 35 to 40 Sears, are going to get Zepho unlocked. Yeah, I, I'm really intrigued, actually. Um, So, I mean, I even made a video about, like, well... The most worthless Omicron in the game. And I, I actually kind of stand by it. Like the, the leadership looks so good. And then it's like, well, what's the most important mission? Uh, okay, I, I should back up. So so Jedi Knight Calcastus, really good character. Uh, we'll get to that, I'm sure. But um, 
he has uh you know three territory battle omicrons i, I had really been hoping that they had ambiguity of language and we wouldn't have three territory battle omicrons they all look very strong in the context of territory battle to be fair uh the thing that is most discouraging though is that genetic calcastis is not like unbaraka it's like oh hey um no one can beat this at least tr historically which you know i'll, I'll We'll definitely discuss that, but traditionally, no one has beat Baraka, uh, like, like the the bonus node or whatever, except with luck. Um, it's not consistent. Calcastus with Seer, like the young Calcastus, baby Cal, have not been able to beat that mission. And so the idea has been okay, well, this mission isn't intended for him and Seer, it's intended for him or for Seer and and uh jedi calcastus so he so we jump into it now people who haven't tried it yet and they're like oh well what the hell i can't even use his omicron on his lead because it's seer lead as forest leader of, of that mission and so that the that omicron ha has significantly less value now um so i mean i i i don't like it's, it's just discouraging i'm like the most important mission that this guy can have he can't even use like his best omicron it's just worthless well you know and that's what makes me laugh kind of the most of it's always been locked like we've known from the day that the of that mission came out that oh. satil or that seer was locked in as the leader well uh -oh. So some people like I I have I don't have a relic seven seer like I guess I just got a relic seven but I didn't even get her seven before this mission was up I foolish <laughs> I got Cal to eight I got overzealous with Cal and got him to eight and had no way of getting enough uh signal data to get seer to seven after that so <laughs> I was like oops like she was a six couldn't get her to seven unless I wanted to go into like the 800s for refreshes and there's just no way it's worth that so um yeah you're right like we've we in theory have known that um however it's not common knowledge i wouldn't say like most people haven't tried it because most people don't even have seer unlocked at seven stars much less relic seven and it's been thought to at least have been like there's just been this collective idea that that mission is just not worth trying until you use Jedi Cal uh, until you get, get him unlocked. Um, however, there's new there's news about it, and I'll let you talk now for a minute. Yeah, well, I, I just think like most people didn't do it because it wasn't worth remodding. Um, I mean, <laughs> re realistically, that that's what it is it, it wasn't worth remodding now you're opening up a new planet and it's it's worth worth it because most of so here's the thing most of the top guilds right now are just kind of doing tb on auto um i've talked about it a few times where we're literally just deploying like my my instructions day one was auto the lord vader mission and then deploy uh day two was do one fleet mission then deploy day three was literally do two fleet missions then deploy uh like that that's our our uh tbs right now and so 
nobody wants to put in the effort to do that serum mission. It, it it's figured out. Like the serum mission's figured out. Like within the first day, Axel put out a video uh, that showed him beating it and how to beat it uh, with with old Cal. And there's going to be people that say Jedi Knight Cal makes it easier. And if that's that's how they think it, great. Uh, I per- personally from all the videos I've watched, think old Cal is actually better because he keeps you alive. And the whole point of it is you put damage immunity on old Cal, then Seer builds up to her big hit, then she erases somebody, and then you kind of do it all all over again. Um, The trick is Seer needs to be a potato. Um, I know one guild out there that had a whole bunch of Sears and they modded her fast and with offense. And then it didn't work out. Seer has to be a potato. So she has to go after Jedi Cal, even after he's given her some bonus turn meter, because, you know, uh, his special can give bonus turn meter. And so she still has to go after him. That way he takes his turn then Seer applies the damage immunity and, you know, he goes damage immune for a while. Uh, while Cal keeps Seer alive. It's it's kind of like the perfect symbiosis. But Maw, I, I mean, Maw 1 didn't unlock Zepho, but that's because they did a bunch of tests and have figured it out. I think clones, we were had a 75% completion rate this past time, and two of the losses were officers testing different modding strategies. Um, so, I mean, the mission's kind of figured out. It's just... Make Sierra potato and put a bunch of protection on her, and then run Cal, like Ufu Cal, exactly how you would run him in the game. Um, well, I am. Uh, go ahead. I, I I guess I I want to just interject and say like you're kind of presenting it a little bit like you've known this forever. I I don't think anyone has known this at like on a really widespread level though. Like, well, because no no one made it to Zepho, even though there were guilds who had enough Sears to get there, like they, they could have done it. The bigger guilds, they just didn't get to Zepho because they didn't know it. If it, if they didn't know, I, I guess I just have trouble thinking that this has been something like, yep, we knew it all along. Like maybe a couple people, then they just couldn't <laughs> be heard. But No, that's what I'm saying. We're all lazy. So we didn't do the mission before. So I'm not saying that we all knew it. Uh, but I'm saying now, now it's been figured out. Right. Like as of as of this moment, it's been figured out. You have to also remember there's only two thousand uh, G thirteen Sears in the game as we speak. Like literally today, there's two thousand Sears. So sure. it's not it's not widespread known because there's just also not that many of them out there. One percent of the population has Sear. Um, right. Uh, well, and I I do think it's ironic that it took until we got a Jedi Cal unlocked to actually force the community to just like, oh, this isn't the easy mode we had hoped for. Maybe there's a different thing, and then and then it just forced everyone to think about it a little bit, and then like the smart people figured it out. And I'm like, hey, thank you for that for that gift. Um, yeah. But well, I do think that uh, a big portion of that was also we all kind of thought that it was going to be a one-time unlock, kind of like Galactic War, right? Because Galactic War, you have to complete 30 times, and then you can sim for the rest of your life. 
I think everybody had the assumption that it was just going to be like that. Like your guild could bumble and stumble into unlocking Zepho. And then for the, from then on, you know, you figured it out. Like we did nobody even wanted to do the thinking until until literally they said, No, no, you have to unlock this every single week. Oh uh, yeah, it's not practical anyways to gap that widespread of everyone to get seer. Like can you imagine guilds like, hey guys, hurry up, get relic seven seer so we can get some like GT2 currency. Right. Like yeah. the reward is just not worth the level of stress it puts on guilds. So no, it, it's not. And like, like I said, that's why we didn't put like we haven't put any focus on any of the GET special missions. I to this day, our instructions say if you have it, please make the special mission a focus. If you don't have it, we don't care. Like I haven't seen a single guild go out there and say, "Can you please level up your Cure in L three? We need we need a little more GET two later on." Like it just doesn't make sense to to do these levels until you absolutely need to. Well, that's an interesting thought, though. Okay, so we were just saying, um, and, and I agree with you, by the way. Um, uh, however, if you think about it in terms of like really long term, long, long term thinking. So if the raid, if we get a new raid every year, uh, we'll yep. say like that's kind of what uh, the current theory is, whether or not it's going to ha happen that way. Who knows? Uh, but that's kind of the thought every year. It, so we were just saying uh, the 416 box or crate, whatever it is in uh, it, like that's that's by far or or any of the crates that you your guild is striving for. If you're 90 and you're going for 130, that's what you should be striving for. Like the 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 iterated reward levels are amazing, frankly, like right. obviously. So so that's what you need to be going for. However, that's one year's worth of awesome. Like you get to, you can only get so much out of Tuskens. Eventually you're like, all right, you guys are just kind of wrung dry. Like you guys, like eventually we're not going to, the next raid probably doesn't need Tuskens. Um, in which case the Tuskens, see that, that relegate Tuscan teams sure seems a lot worse. However, territory battle probably is going to last for several years. And so you have to think that too, of like, if you can get this, if, if the whole guild can get this squad up to relic, five relic seven whatever and everyone just do those over the course of years that's the gift that's going to keep giving in some ways like like the short term is the raid and maybe the long term too i haven't done the math but i just um you have to think there's actually some good long-term reason to work on those on some of those relics um if the raid is here for another three years you're gonna get those rewards a lot yeah, uh, well, you're not wrong there. It's just more of there's so much going on. Like th there's legitimately so much that's going on right now. Um, like we didn't know how in our guild, you know, and we're a top top GP guild, and we're like, what the hell do we focus on for the past month? It's been. Do we focus on the raid? Do we focus on TB? Do we focus on, is a GL coming? Is Leviathan's coming? Like there's, right now you could sit down and plot out gearing up for four completely different expensive things. When I say expensive, I mean, it could be money, but it, 
I, I more mean like in terms of gear and relic levels and signal yeah. data and in-game resources. Right. Um, like there are there are four things as we sit here right now that need to be uh have resources allocated for. And so mm-hmm. another special mission just <laughs> just sounds like so much to add on top of everything else. Um Oh, unless there's like a compelling, re- you're like, hey, well, this is cool. Like, I already have right. four four of these other characters as requirements elsewhere. I may as well just get one more up or something. Right. Absolutely. Um, Which, yeah. once we unlock Zepho, I guess we'll see how see what how that clone mission is. I, I'm I'm just I'm starting to doubt. I'm like. I wonder if we're actually going to get uh, Leia, uh, you know, a Galactic Legend Leia, and we're going to get old Rex uh, for, for her as a requirement. Like, I don't think that's out by any stretch, but it, it makes me feel a little cynical. I'm like, did they release that Rex just so we could have something on that <laughs> uh, mission, like on the Zepho mission? Uh, well, I'm sure the timing was very closely monitored. Um... Probably. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised that no one unlocked Zepho. I I would I would have put money on at least Ma doing it. They they have it figured out now. Um, there there was honestly a big question of how do you mod Seer, and they um, you know it's. <laughs> We figured it out. It's you, you stack her with a crap ton of protection and zero speed. Um, yeah, so, so you just you just transfer your Sith Emperor, Sith Eternal, uh, Sith Empire Trooper. Yeah, I can never remember what he's actually called. You just transfer those those mods to her because, like, mine is like almost zero extra speed. Yeah, and another another important part of it is lots of defense too. If you can, defense is really important. Uh, for that modding, which Sith Empire Trooper conveniently will give you because what, it's what he wants as well. Um, yeah, I, I think he's almost custom built for that. Yeah, it's um, and, and that's an easy transfer at least. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're ideally doing it, you want to find some offense secondaries as well because offense is never going to hurt the process and, you know, all that junk. But it's, it's mostly defense protection stack and make her a potato um you know uh but it is uh, you know i am just so tired of talking about it this week everyone's like this is impossible i watched the video and it's impossible and you find that the the seer in the video is like has a plus 140 speed set as if the person never never read Sears kit once um <laughs> yeah. right. well, well I mean like when the Grand Inquisitor came out so I'm, I'm not saying I, I had superior knowledge about Seer right now like yeah. uh, but I will mm-hmm. say like the the whining about the Inquisition mission uh like the Grand Inquisitor oh unlocked. yeah the the level of angst that comes from people from that uh it, it's so like what you hear is I put my god mods on like what what a what right. more can they expect? Like how how dare they? You know, I the, like the self righteous anger, like this first, like how dare they 
not let us build like beat it if i put my fastest mods on and the, the idea that speed is like the only stat that matters like it used to be way back in the day like in back when arena was really important like the arena meta and everything like speed was important the darth revan mirror match all that stuff but speed is not king anymore like it hasn't been like or maybe maybe it's it's like prime minister is still like real important you know but it still governs things but at the same time there are a ton of stats that like like pe people have discovered it's been a long time since speed was the only factor like i i right. fear the person with with a like uh like 40 uh mods with with five percent or more offense on them you know what i'm saying like yeah to yep. me that that's the more scary stat i'm like gosh these guys are loaded on offense like they're gonna hit like trucks like on all levels like i'm, I'm instead of like oh yeah well you're faster than me but i at this point i've had to develop all my teams and all the mechanics that i use like just kind of offset the speed so i don't care if you're fast yeah that's i <laughs> i really don't want to say this because my my favorite argument when datacrons came out were um datacrons made speed useless and then hmm. they didn't uh but a lot of the kits have been developed now to get around speed somehow um right like sears kit sears kit she does not want speed if she's the leader she does not want speed it's what every time she takes a turn her cooldowns are increased is that what it is something like that um but it's yeah anyway anyway we've spent enough time on right. that one mission um yeah well yeah, they're, so... they're, they're, the, the reason i'm so frustrated about all the complaints is because this update was actually fantastic other than getting to zepho is going to be incredibly annoying every other week um the update CG did this week was straight up like amazing. You know, they gave us so much that we actually wanted. And all I heard were complaints about the Seer mission and Grand Inquisitors. Like, but we got so much this update. Like, I heard people complaining about the Seer mission that don't even have Seer 7 star yet. And I'm like, just hold your anger. Just hold your anger. By the time you get her, it's going to be figured out. Damn it. Yeah, I, I, here's here's the thing about that seer mission that I I still don't like. That like so, so you're right. It it was known all all of this stuff. Yes, you're you're right. At the same time, I I just I feel for the people who blindly placed the Cal leadership, thinking that it was because it's like so good in the context of Braca and and every like, it is really good. That that's my one complaint, but. I still like I waited. I think people should have waited. I just feel bad for people who like I, I don't know. That seems like something I would do. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, why don't I apply it? That being said, but yeah, let's do move forward from that. Yeah. Yes. So let's keep it in TB because the new officer tools and stats that they added, not everybody's an officer, so not everybody cares. I get that. But the new stats are fantastic like how they actually broke them down it's what we've been asking for for five years now and they finally gave it to us and so all former or current tb officers breathed a, a sigh of relief with some of these stats where you can actually see 
who completed a special mission or attempted a special mission. Um, nice. So, like, when you're trying to chase down who has or hasn't done the Reva mission, now you can. And, you know, for our guilds, we don't care about that, but a lot of people are still trying to unlock Reva, and now they get this hunt down who who did or didn't do it. Yeah, I mean, that, that seems good. Um, is that information available to everyone? You say territory battle officers. That it, well, do you have to be an officer to access it? I, I haven't looked. No. That's why I asked. No, you, everybody, everybody can. Just most people probably don't care about it. Um, right. I, yeah, I don't care that yeah. much. Except right. that it, it might out me. But, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that's true. Bodhi would be watching anyway on the alt. Um yeah, they what they can't know is if I remod my Reva squad or not. <laughs> that's that's true. They can't, but now they're going to be watching you because you just admitted it in public. Um, I know. I actually just told Sarah <laughs> I was going to try it without remodding. She's always like, she's always like, yeah, like if you just re, because she she'll run it for me if I remod yeah. if I if I use just run it in hot utils, and I just don't want to do that i don't do it on my main account and I, I always win on my main account anyways um lower relics worse mods on on that account so uh we'll see we'll have to see but i i just i don't know i i think that at this point if you want to be an odb and you don't have reva you just have to be okay with um a few fewer reva shards than 50 <laughs> you know yeah i um, uh it I think everybody in our guild has it now. I'm pretty sure. It's hard to keep track because sometimes recruits come in and you're like, do you have Rifa? And then I forget. Um, but I, I literally just unlocked my Reva shard as we we're doing this podcast. Um, but yeah, I like actually using Reva in the Reva mission and it makes my life easy. Yeah, my main account, I haven't done it for a while, but Sarah keeps, like, there's actually people who need the shards. I guess people need the shards on my main account, but but like I said, I haven't failed it on that one. I, I don't really feel that worried. I just, yeah, I don't want to, I don't have to re remod. We're talking about remod. I, I, there's a reason I'm not in the Territory War Guild. So, <laughs> um yeah, I, oh, I mean that's not the only thing, but remodding is even with hot utils. I just I don't like it. Um, we can move on from that though. Uh, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> what about fleet loadouts that everyone asked? When the hell are we getting fleet loadouts after the last road ahead? And they were like, "Hey, it's coming in the next title update." Well, we finally had the title update. Uh, you and I have kind of talked about it i mean i'm probably never using the fleet loadouts but it was highly asked about so i'm glad they added it yeah i think it's cool um yeah yeah i th th there's nothing wrong with nothing wrong with the fleet loadouts um i i think that so so yeah like people if the thing i have heard a few people saying is stuff like well they already said like that doesn't really count as part of this update because they already announced it uh like that that should have been counted in their credit for last update i'm like well you know, i'm sure you didn't give them credit for that anyways if you're whining right. about it right now right <laughs> uh, like you're just trying not to give credit but otherwise 
I also just have to say, like, they at one point they had said, like, yeah, we're gonna make fleet loadouts for you, and then they, they're like, all right, let's make fleet loadouts, and someone's like, um, it's actually almost impossible, but uh, let's not. So we're not going. So they had to they had to come back and say, hey, we're we're not gonna spend this much resources on doing it, and it made sense, yeah. and we moved on. Um, but but the fact is, they said that they were gonna do it this time, and then they they did it like we have it in hand it's it's working it's a thing and i i mean they said they were going to do a thing and they did it i i think that we should look no further like yay thank you for doing that (laughs) right and they came back to it like they they what i am happy about is they struggled with it because there were issues last time and they didn't just throw the idea out completely. They were like, okay, we'll find a time that we can do it. And then they came back to it, which, you know, is exactly what you want a company to do. Um, so, yeah, I am. I'm happy that they came back to it. I will never use them. That's uh, because I don't, I don't know. Like, why would it? I don't know what fleet loadouts I, I would need anymore because in GAC, the fleets just carry over, uh, like the ones that you placed on defense. And then the ones I use on offense depends on the fleet that's on the board. So I don't need a loadout there. Like I, I just, I don't, I also haven't used squad loadouts other than for uh, Conquest. I don't use squad loadouts anymore. In Conquest, what I do is before every day I set out the teams that I want to use for the different feats. Like if you have to, you know, have BB-8 and R2 and BT and triple zero on a team, I'll set up an effort team in a loadout. That way I don't forget about the team over the next three months. But like, that's literally the only reason I use squad loadouts too. I mean, as a content creator, I I would be, devastated if squad loadouts didn't exist oh but I, i'd hardly use them in game i use them in conquest a lot honestly like that's what i use to jump in like because I, I have the i have the archetype squads and i'll go in and like tailor them every once in a while that that way i'm like all right so we'd have to do five uh, like we have to do 40 kills or whatever with this comp um i don't have to select this squad eight different times i'll, I'll just create it in the loadout and right. then i can just select it do five attacks the next day, do five, next day, do five, next day, you know, right, rinse and repeat. Yeah. Um, so, so for that, I, I like, honestly, that's hilarious to think that squad loadouts has been relegated to either content creation for me um, or, <laughs> or, or conquest. conquest. Yeah. yeah cause, cause <laughs> otherwise, yeah, I, I just, I don't use them. Cause I, I like to, I like to like custom build my squads in territory war or not wars, but, um, in GAC, because there's always some kind of like little nuance. The last thing I want is like, all right, we're gonna take the Phoenix squad, and you jump in, you're like, oh crap, this is the comp with Embo, not with with Bam. Right. Like, okay, well now I'm screwed. Like, I, I like to be able to just, I have to manually select it. And that doesn't always work either, but it has a higher higher success rate for me at least. Yeah, I I mean I'm very glad that it's there for the people that are gonna use it. I think that that's great. It's an asked for feature. I'm just not going to be one of those people, um, which is also fine. Not every update's for me, um, though hey. it should be. 
Chippy, thanks for those 500 bits, by the way, my friend. Yes, thank you, Chippy. Um, we also, so here's where the fun part starts to come. Talking about Conquest, um, we now get to sim the treasure nodes after you've completed them once. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my Conquest time has literally just been cut in half. And it doesn't affect the stamina on any of your teams. Yeah, our, our faces will miss our phones smashed into them asleep. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it'll be that you can't, they won't apply to feats, um, which is fine. Because they basically said to be able to do it with feats would require an entire rebuild of the... Um, of the game mode and that's that's a lot of work so instead they just gave us hey here's something that's going to save you a whole crap ton of time um and yeah i i did not expect the whole no stamina being reduced thing i i thought they were going to do it like you pick a team then you hit sim you say how many times it sims and it would reduce their stamina by that much um but now now What's so great about this, um, all the people that have smaller rosters, like for us, I would never run out of teams in Conquest. I, every every night I would I would do the 100s on refreshes and I would still have teams left over. And I'm like, oh, I didn't need that? Huh. And that, But now, yeah, or all the people with smaller rosters that only have like two GLs, they get to sim the treasure nodes just as much as we do. Uh, they might have less use for Datacrons because their rosters are smaller. But the option is there if they want to farm the Datacrons a lot more. They have that option. And it's not it's not tied to a game pass that's going to cost them $10 or $30 or $50. Like, they just have that option because stamina is not included. And that's, I think that's a really big thing that CG... I don't think most people were expecting that, and CG just kind of gave it to us. Stamina not included. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think it's I think it's magic on it. Like, pe people have that that they're like, I don't want to farm them. I don't want to like, and I, I guess there's there's a little bit of sympathy left in me of people don't not liking uh, datacrons. Like, they're the worst thing that's happened to this game. I like, okay, I I. I used to think that about Galactic Legends for for like a long time. I I used to hate them. Honestly, I didn't like them until we got the second wave of them. Until we got Sith Eternal and uh, Jedi Master Luke. Then I was I was like, all right, all right, fine. Like now now there's there's a little bit more. I don't know that there wasn't just two like god characters. There were there was four, and it kind of balanced things in my mind a little bit. But it took me a long time. Uh, that being said, there are a lot of people who just genuinely, they're like, you know what, I would engage in these, but I just don't have the means to. I, I don't want to, like, waste my time doing this, or my, I don't have enough, like you said, stamina on the squads. Like, now yeah. people people can engage. If they have the refreshes available, they can engage, and uh, I, I just think that's so great. I, like, the my pet peeve, the thing I hate the most in, in Conquest is the level one sector one treasure node yep because yep. first off i mean we've talked about it like i can't for the life of me farm datacrons as fast as other people i, I don't know why maybe sim will help me with that who knows but <laughs> i also just hated 
like i hated how tough it is to like once you run out of um out of data cache you just have to farm that node for like a whole day to get like half of a data cron leveled up like it, it's right. so miserable trying to get enough data cache and so you know like you could just spend crystals to buy them and that's what i do now because i hate it um and now people can just they don't have to buy crystals or spend crystals on it except for refreshes so, so it's just uh to me it's a win and yeah it's something we've wanted forever i'm I'm actually like excited for conquest now. I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. Just just to try it, try my new toy, yeah. and then uh, then it'll sink in that I still have to grind conquest. So lame. Right. Well, but so here, yeah, it, it takes it takes a lot of the hate for for conquest out of it for me. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, the second conquest of ever Datacron site or uh, set, I. I kind of got lazy and stopped farming after I hit red crate just because I was, I was exhausted. I didn't want to do more conquest. Now I don't have to, now I can get the, the red crate and then just go in for like two minutes, go to one node, sim how many times I want on that node, then go to the next node, sim how many times I want on that node and be done after two minutes. And so it's going to increase my datacron for my personal datacron farming. I can I already know it. Yeah. Uh, well, I probably end up spending more crystals on it. Frankly. Um, oh well, I I definitely will end up doing that now. But it's it's mad like for how much how how much fewer time like how. I'm going to get hours of my life every month back, like just hours and like, I, like maybe I'll start like piano lessons or something with all my friends <laughs> spare time. <laughs> I won't, but <laughs> narrator, he, he, he didn't, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, it, it's, I, I know that there's limited excitement right now for the community, but that now people who want to engage in datacrons can engage in right. them. And if people want to keep hating them, that that's on them. That's fine. At this point, it's it seems very similar to people who also say I hate mods. Like I don't, I, I understand they're tough to like wrap your head around. They're intimidating on a lot of levels. Like I, I get you don't love mods. I I can understand that. And yet, yeah. if you want to play competitive, like that, that's just something you're gonna have to do. Like if, if you want right. to play, have success there, Datacrons are just a necessary system to master at this point. And now one of the biggest arguments against Datacrons has kind of been removed. Um, so CG, please right. uh, please fix the UI. Use oh my God, please fix the UI. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I did the math and it's going to save me about eight hours every conquest. So eight hours for 12 months, I'm going to legitimately save four full days of time by this one little change. Four full days. Like, that's absurd. Um, I am, I mean, that that could have been the only change in this update, and I still would have been happy. Yeah, I... Yeah, it can't be overstated how impactful this is, at least for some people. 
Right. Like that to me, yeah, that this this alone made this whole thing a win. Like I I can I can bloviate and whine about the the seer thing and Cal Omicron stuff all I want, but like ultimately that like to me this this is where it is. And it, it's just funny, like I posted I put out a video that was like, okay, here's the grades that we're going to do. Like I graded all the different aspects of it. And um, for the user interface one, uh, or for the, not user interface, the um, quality of life segment. Yeah. It was like an A plus. Like there. Oh yeah. This is an unparalleled upgrade in my opinion, because it's not just this. It's a ton of other stuff too. It's the territory battle tracker thing that you may or may not use, but it is fancy as hell. Um, and it's the uh you're also getting the the thing no one asked for but the turn meter tracker which probably is a little bit bugged but um it's still kind of cool and it seems like a couple others that i'm totally forgetting right now but it's 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 a big deal man this has been a really really good one oh yeah the fleet loadouts yeah 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 no this has been a fantastic update um and the the stupid GI event. I I can almost guarantee you it's coming this week. Um, I don't know why it was delayed. I don't think there's a defense to why it's not here yet. But it was probably only delayed by like I think it's going to be ten days late. If it comes with an update this week, it will be ten days past the year. Um, and I just don't care. (laughs) You know, you know what my problem with it is? All the people I've seen complaining about it on the Gambit server are the people that seven months ago said, ah, GI is just not important to me. And now they're complaining. And so there are some people that legitimately wanted it and got to them as soon as they could. And I feel bad for those people, but it's like all the people that seven months ago said, I could farm the Inquisitors, but it's not that important right now. My guild's not going to get Reva, and now they're the people complaining, and it's like, you should have been here for March. I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's bugged me. Um, Oh, and and I can understand that frustration. Like, I I agree with that. Um, Like, there's been a large part, part of me that's just been like, you're the people who were complaining are the people who had their head in the sand for a long time and you're like hey uh, before they had their head in the sand you're like hey um it just a heads up like this is something that's important and they're like i i would just prefer to have my head in the sand thank you and you're like uh, okay and then they put it in there and it, like it's hard for me to be like i, I guess it's it's also it's it's different though when i talk to some people it's like well they had to work on other things because their guild required it or something like that. Right. Or, you know, like I, I can, it's kind of like, you can say like, you, you can take a hard stance of telling your kids, um, nope, you don't like what you're eating or what we're eating today. You'll go hungry. And then you hear their whimpers of hunger and they're trying to be brave and like, take it, you know, like take their consequences without complaining. <laughs> and you're like, your resolve just kind of melts, I guess. I'm just like, you can have some food. Of course you can have some food. Damn, like, of course. You know, I, I just, I want people to have Grand Inquisitor if they want him. And if they've had a change of heart halfway through, I guess I, I don't necessarily want to penalize them for it. 
And um, one way or another, whether or not the people on our side are annoying, I will say, because there are some some super obnoxious people. I, I agree with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, whether whether or not there are obnoxious people on our side, I, I do think that CG and their mess with Grand Inquisitor has it is troublesome to me and frustrating. I uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I honestly think the the first delay in Grand Inquisitor was a test, um, and not a test. I. I I don't remember where I talked about this, but it feels like a test for Cal. Like they they did what they did with Grand Inquisitor to see how it impacts the next um the next legendary, like the next Grand Inquisitor. You know, does them waiting six months for Grand Inquisitor make more people go for Cal on day one? And we're honestly going to have to wait until next week to talk about those results because the event's still going on. So you can't, you can't look at the numbers right now. Um, early, early data says it was not worth it. Um, Cause there's 1700 unlocks right now, which is really, really low for the first run of a legendary. Um, so, Early early data suggests that the the test did not work out as they expected it to, uh, or as they wanted it to. But we'll see. I guess we'll see when the Jedi Cal event ends because people are still unlocking. Like somebody literally just got it in uh, my guild tonight. Um, I yeah. so you know what if they tested something and it didn't work out for them, I. I don't care about that. Um, no. But, and I just, I feel like if you waited a year and it's delayed by a week, I just don't have any sympathy. Like, I, just, I don't. If it was delayed by a month, I would feel bad. If it was delayed by three months, I would feel really bad. But if it's delayed by a week, it's just kind of like, you waited a year to be ready. Right. Like, one week... Enjoy the fact that we're simming conquest. Um, Honestly, I, I I love Tilo Mad. Um, I, I do, and I like no no actual real shade at him. But the the fact that he has Riva unlocked so much earlier than Grand Inquisitor, um, I just for him, I'm glad that we got to he gets to stew in his own juices <laughs> for for another another yeah. week or two like <laughs> it's just it's just too much justice like for all the people who have reva and are pissed that they can't get grand inquisitor too like yeah I, those are the people i have negative sympathy for like I'm oh yeah i'm actively enjoying that you're uncomfortable <laughs> me, <laughs> me, too, me too you let your guild unlock reva for you and now you're like i can't use her yet <laughs> yeah i i enjoy the hell out of that so uh, <laughs> you can't steal that joy from me <laughs> right <laughs> uh, but no i it's like that's what i've, t- I've told people like well look I-, I wish cg had been more forthcoming about it but at the same time i, I pretty i might get if i had to put money on it i bet it's in this week's update Honestly, i i i would bet money on that yeah i would yeah, um, I, I think it was just too much stuff. They're like title update, all this stuff. People are like, they literally only have to flip a switch, and just because it looks like that to us, it, I, I truly don't think it works that simply. 
Yeah, I it's it 100% is this past update was huge because think about what they didn't add to this past update. We still we have the new conquest. So that should have in theory could have been in the last update. We still have Leviathan. We have the GI going to the journey guide. Like there we have the new character from conquest. You could do an entire like road ahead or state of the galaxy just out of what wasn't included in the last update. Uh, and the last update was not small. It was not a small update. So it wouldn't surprise me if they said, ah, these people waited a year for Grand Inquisitor. They can wait one more week and we'll throw it in next week. Oh. I I feel pretty confident that that's kind of how it went down. That that's what it seems like to me. I, I think, I I think, and uh, yeah, like like you said, if you if they have to wait an extra month, then you start to feel a lot, lot worse for them. Right. Um, if you have to wait one exact day over, like that, that's just um, you you have waited a long time, and uh, whereas that doesn't necessarily excuse the gaming company for not being super forthcoming about it. Um, because you know, it like it can be solved by by cg just saying like hey yeah it's coming like it, it'll be here soon they don't even have to say when like as long as they acknowledge that they realize it's here that that would help of course of course meat face did acknowledge it on the event server he was like just with a gif of, yeah. of someone saying patience and they like, they they did also have um a post on ea answer saying it's coming i mean what they said is it's coming in a future update um which isn't isn't exactly informative, but it also tells you that it's on their radar. Um, right. right. I, as, as opposed to the squish, which we still have no official anything from them right. on that. Yes. <laughs> I I will I never defend CG. Actually, well, I shouldn't say never. I am not going to defend CG communication. I think a lot of problems in this game could be solved with better communication. Um but it's the world we live in. Like at this point, you know you know what you're getting with CG. And that's nothing. No, oh. you're getting zero communication. That's uh, yeah, what you're so, getting. So it's like you're in a marriage and so you've discovered this annoying trait about your spouse. And yeah. um it's not like a deal breaker. Like you're not like, oh, I'm gonna just leave you because I, I hate this so much. This is unlivable. Like you're like, okay, we, we can live with this. And yet when they do it, like if, if you just continue to let it drive you crazy, like you're the crazy person, like fi find a right. way, find a way to just like, I I'm not saying that it's like great that this per that, you know, your spouse is doing this annoying thing. Right. I'd probably be annoyed too, but you gotta learn to make peace with that sort of thing, or you're just going to go crazy and it's going to be kind of your fault, really. Like right. they are who they are. They're not going to just change themselves and not, they shouldn't necessarily have to, for that matter. Like you're not going to change your annoying traits either because you don't right. think they're annoying. They're, you think that that's just <laughs> something, you think that that's an, an endearing trait, you know? <laughs> because it is, obviously. Um, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't tell you how annoyed it would make me. And this is going to sound so stupid, but... So when my wife would walk the dogs, we kind of go out the back. We go out the back sliding glass doors and she would always, you know, walk the dogs and take her shoes off immediately and leave 
the shoes like in front of the door. So every time you have to walk out, you kick the shoes to the side. And it just annoyed the hell out of me until I just learned to give it up because it's so such a stupid thing. And that's that's what CG is. It's um you know, they don't communicate for whatever reason. It's probably because they hired oh, I'm not gonna be mean today. Um it's probably because they don't they don't hire enough people. I mean we know that their staff is tiny. Um so I mean what, and, what do you mean by staff? <laughs> <right>. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, when we had the person that was probably the best communicator that CG had and would talk to us honestly, all we did was roast her and say how awful she was and how awful CG was. So, you know, we kind of said screw you to CG both ways. Um so. uh, I loved Carrie. I liked her. I liked her anyways. People were like, I hate her. She's so dumb. And I'm like, I don't think you guys because yeah. Anyways, yeah. people people um, didn't know what they had when they she we, we, right. we'd all be happier if she was no people would just be pissed off with her still you know what yeah that, she would say real. something about the tip of the spear again and cg only cares about the whales um but <laughs> gosh i i will say so we talked about it last week with the surveys and i will say mr wad um has has actually recently really improved communicating with the the community. Um, you know, it might not be great. He doesn't tell us anything about the GI event. I truly believe he doesn't know the date of the next GI event, so it's not really his fault. It's more of the development team. Because um, he, is, he has very clearly shown that he will just copy and paste anything that comes from the development team without making any edits whatsoever. So I truly believe it's not his fault that we don't have the date for the GI event. And he's done these surveys. He sent out another one today and just gave out free rewards to the first, however many people that signed up for it because he was lonely in the office and was like, screw it. Here's a thousand crystals. And then some people got 250 crystals and just like, he is actually making attempts. So I, I talked a lot of trash about him over the past year. So I figured I should say something nice as well. Um. <laughs> oh, I, I, I th thank you for that. Actually, I, I agree. Like he, um, he's not 100% bad or whatever you want to say. Um, however you want to say it. I, I do think, um, yeah, like it, there's, there's certain frustrating things, of course, that are going to be recurring, but no one is fully bad. Like there's always going to be something good. And you're right. Like I, I think that, you know, I was saying I made a video recently about CG has a redemption arc and, uh, whereas I always want to question it. If, if it was if they're like, I'm like, Hey, they have a redemption arc. And then like people pointed out like three stupid things CG did recently. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Okay. But right. I, honestly, I, you don't have a redemption arc without him. Like, being a big part of that because he's he's the most visible person like like it or not he is the most visible person from cg to to the community and if if cg is looking like they're doing a better job he is an like an important part of that movement of that effort so yeah right. kudos where it goes like i agree yeah um Yeah, I that's 
I I mean I got were you able to get crystals today? Um I, I got two hundred fifty. Okay. For, yeah. And it was weird because I wasn't sure because I know people were getting a thousand. I was like, oh that's awesome. Sure, I'll throw my name in the hat. Maybe it's too late for it, but I'll do it. And then I got one that just said sorry for the inconvenience and it, I got two hundred fifty. I was like, that's probably it. And I was initially like, what the hell? Why didn't I get a thousand? But then I was like, it's two hundred fifty crystals, dude. Like, shut up. Yeah. Like, I, I was good with it. Right. Yeah. I got so I I was able to jump on and get a thousand. Basically because we have the announcements channel on the Gambit server and I have it unmuted. So anytime an announcement comes in, I see it almost immediately because it pops up on my phone. I was like, huh, what's this crap? And then it was like, there is no way that him he's going to make a post that just says this post didn't happen. Let me see if that's a link. Holy crap, it is. All right, here we go. Um, all right, so here's the question. who, What book did he recommend on the survey? So actually, let me set this up for people. Uh, he had a survey that was just basically, I'm alone in the office. What TV shows are you watching? What And what books should I read? So what, what book recommendation did you make? Uh, I recommended Blood Song by Anthony Ryan. It's one of my top five books ever. It's very, very good. The sequels are all pretty mediocre to trash, but that book <laughs> is that book is freaking amazing. Just love it. Um, uh, maybe I should have recommended like Sanderson. I like I love Sanderson more, but I don't know. Blood Blood Song. It just felt like that was the one I wanted to, to recommend. Um, what about you? I recommend. Well, I was I was legit reading the book when the survey came out. So I just recommended the new Brennan Sanderson book. And I won't say the name because apparently there's a large portion of this Brendan Sanderson community that thinks that the names are somehow spoilers because they're dumb. Um, but yeah, so I, I recommended the new Sanderson book. Nice. Is that good? Like you're, you're that into it, huh? Well, I'm a third of, the, I'm now a third. Last time we talked today, I was a quarter of the way through. I'm now a third of the way through. Um, I guess that's probably enough answer. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm, I, I am really enjoying it. Yeah. Good, man. Yeah. I, I'm excited for it. Okay. I don't have access to it yet, but I'm not fancy yeah. like you. I'll, I'll get there eventually. Um, yeah. For anyone else who d doesn't know, um, Brandon Sanderson should, you should just read all of his stuff basically pretty much yeah yep but if, if you want a succinct like recommendation from me i'm like yeah you you won't i could give you specific recommendations but you're not going to be hurt by just reading all of it right <laughs> right um all right so let's get we could probably actually talk a little bit about the game um uh, Force who agrees with me on Blood Song, including the sequels. Awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So, three v three happened is happening this week. We have one more, one more week of the old Data Crown set. I'm run. Is it set eight? Yeah, one more week of set eight. So. One more season of City. 
Well, uh, one more one more week of set eight oh, or three v three. Three v three, sure, yeah. sure, okay. Um, what's your biggest worry headed into this week? Like, what team is your biggest worry he- headed into this week? I think the toughest decisions that I have to make, really, like I, Lord Vader is just always in three, such a conundrum to me. Because like, you can use the Supreme Leader Kylo, but a lot big part of my defense is putting a lot of GLs on defense, and so. <laughs> um, using a GL on him when I could potentially two shot Lord Vader is always such a tricky balance for me. Like I'm like, man, like I, m- maybe I should one shot it with with a GL, but there's a lot of other teams that really do like need a GL for me to be able to beat it, and so I'd rather save those. Um, honestly, uh, yeah. So so always Lord Vader is a big question mark and that'll continue to be the case with the new um the new thick uh crons and everything too but uh probably also i, I want to know i want to see if cal can beat malgus though so he i think he's but is, is his cooldown stuff still bugged yeah they have they haven't fixed anything um so yes he is still bugged <laughs> right uh yeah i'm so Malgus, oh man. So what how oh, you just said you want to use them to to try and beat Malgus. What team are you thinking to try? Well, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just too expensive. Like my thought, my first thought was just gonna be some conglomeration of Jedi Luke, Jedi Revan, and um Cal. Yeah. Cause that then you have two people that can't be feared, at least. Right. I, oh. I I was thinking Luke, Cal, Mace. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that could also work. Then you keep Revan. I just like right. Revan having Savior, I guess. Like, it's just hard to get past that. Plus, plus he boosts Cal a lot if you can time it right. Uh, you can you can just hand him the, the kill switch super quick. Like, because it's like, once Cal gets to the point where he's at 20... He can go to 30, hand a bonus turn to Revan. Revan yeah. hands the bonus turn to Cal, and he annihilates someone. Like, right. It, it's just, it, yeah, he takes two turns, and then essentially his third turn is is when he takes his annihilate. So, right. yeah, and Jedi Revan is the only one who can really facilitate that at this point. Well, Mace is as well. I think Mace only hands it to GR, doesn't he? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, but I just don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for Jedi Knight Luke and Jedi Knight Cal. And I really just want to add in Jedi Knight Anakin just so that I can have a full team of Jedi Knights, but that's not realistic because Anakin has to go with Qui-Gon. But just the OCD in me is like, huh, I can make a full team of Jedi Knights interesting yeah it seems awesome man i i hope that that's gonna work also it it also makes it interesting because then malgus becomes in a way he becomes free because up till now i'm like that he just has too much equity on on defense it's like people have to use a galactic legend or they have to risk something like they have to risk a weird off meta thing that isn't like a high percentage win for a lot of people, especially against my relic nine Malgus with a thick cron. Like right. 
it, it just, but, but if Cal suddenly like in my, all my opponents are going to have Cal, or at least most of them will. Um, and if, if they have, if they have Cal and it's a really consistent counter to Malgus, then that, that opens the door for me to start using Malgus on offense and try to explore what he can do there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Yeah, I we'll see we'll see how it works. I mean, I also used Jedi and Luke to counter Malgus this past round. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't know. All I know is Jedi and Cal is not going on defense because his AI will screw it up. They will not use him correctly. Right. Well, and yeah, that that was kind of what we were talking about earlier. Like he's yeah, he's, I think there's. I, when I want when I put it on just auto, and I know the AI actually plays it differently than on auto. Um, he just spammed the first special. Yeah. For me, like that's all he did. He does basic spam the special, so, and I I guess I would like to see just for comedic purposes see how the AI plays him with Jedi Master Luke, as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Um. I just don't, man, I, I've read that kit. Like, the second I've read that kit, I was like, there's no way the AI will ever play this right. <laughs> just, there's no way. Um, but I, there it is. So we, mm. we do, you know. I wonder how many people are going to set it on defense this week. Well, and I, I wonder how I'm going to counter it, frankly. But so there, there's just something to be said for a character who can't be ability blocked or stunned or feared, and can like pass bonus turns, hand his whole team a ton of buffs. Like you can't really control him. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm wondering if there's going to be some comps that it's like, yeah, I guess I just take Hondo now and just lock him up because Hondo will lock him up. Like he just yeah. Just, Gives him a big hug and lets him rot for a couple Hondo turns. <laughs> yeah, like it's um, that's the only way you can really control Cal, though. Like I guess Thrawn as well. Uh, Thrawn, but, yeah. You know, uh, otherwise it's he's a tough guy to get rid of unless you can kill, and he's he's fairly resilient as well. Right. So. Yeah, I. Uh... Like here's the thing, we're it's funny because we're sitting here saying how bad the AI is, um, but when nobody knows what he does, they don't know how he's going to be wrong. It's it's uh, one of <laughs> one of the things that when I taught trial practice to law school students, I would tell them is when you're when you are standing up giving your opening or you're giving your closing, you're you're going to forget to say something like that you planned on. It, it just it's going to happen and nobody will know that you forgot to say it. Like nobody knows what you were expected to say. And the first time you fight Cal, it's pretty much the same thing. Like the AI is going to play it completely wrong. And you're going to sit there and say, huh, he just did that thing. I didn't know he was going to do that thing. What was he supposed to do? Like nobody knows how to play it at the same time as the AI is not playing it correctly. So it's, it's kind of like this tango that we're gonna do yeah uh, and eventually there'll there'll be a predominant way of placing um placing them yeah. i'm 
I'll tell you what I'm excited for, and this is jumping the gun a little bit. I'm, I'm excited to have uh, General Grievous available for offense again. <laughs> Fair. Um, He's been so good on defense. You can't, you can't just ignore his out. Like his output was just so fantastic on defense for, for two full Datacron sets. Now, now I get to use him on offense again. Um, it's just like people scout me and still lose to him. It was, it was like magic. You can't replicate yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, but yeah, this coming three v three, I. I I will be in a bracket where most people have Cal, I bet. So I won't be surprised if I meet him, meet up with him. I, I'm I'm hoping that Treya just takes him out though. Um depending on who I you think, can catch too. I think I think Treya would. I like honestly, I think I think she would. Um I don't know. We'll have to find out though. <laughs> it's might be a good one to just sit sit back and watch people. Um, it's true. I'm already at five and one right now, so I've already got a winning season. So I could just throw in the towel. It's fine. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, he has Cal. I give up. Right. <laughs> but that's, that's what I was saying before we went on stream too. Of I'm four and two. I just need like one win, and I'll be happy. Um, yeah. No, but. The the real answer is when in doubt, Calvin starts streaming like 15 minutes after the round starts. And so I'm just going to watch Calvin and hopefully he faces a cow the same time I have to face a cow. <laughs> like that's so Calvin, go do go do our work for us, please. Heck yeah, man. I mean that's that's what it that's what it, it's there for. It's like um my wife always had this story that made me laugh when she was a kid. She used to, they had like a kind of grumpy cat. And so she'd always make right. her, she'd always make her little brother pick up the cat yeah. uh, when she wanted to hold the cat. And if the cat was all scratchy and stuff, they'd scratch the, scratch the brother and she'd be safe. And if, if the cat was being nice, then she'd just go and take the cat. And um, <laughs> like that, that's a very similar principle here with Calvin of like, well, Calvin, that didn't work, but that helps me. exactly (laughs) Uh, my my condolences (laughs) i I mean of course i'm rooting for calvin it's just uh right i want him to win so i know the counter like this is i I want him to get the win (laughs) um yeah uh all right let's get into some of the podcast questions because there were some fun ones some interesting ones in here um all right so with all these changes, you know, the CG is really focusing on some of the tiny details that are fitting onto a mobile screen. Uh, do you think that they are lining it up to also simultaneously release it to PC? Because we've seen a lot of mobile games release PC versions that are cross-platform. Do you think CG is working that way, like towards a PC release? Uh, no, I I don't. D- does Clash of Clans have a PC release? Like, uh, that there are a lot of mobile games that have it. I don't know specifically I, Clash of Clans. So I I really don't know then. Like so, it, to me, I'm like, well, that that makes no sense. 
because my knowledge is uh, up till now up till you said there have been uh, my thought is like there there have never been to, to me that that's the reality because i don't know of any specific examples i'm not saying that that's actually reality but i'm not the right person to ask um fair uh, it uh, would be interesting if they did because that would that would probably hint that i mean it'd give me give us more indicator that they intend the game to last for a way longer time yeah i i mean there there are a i i do know that there's a lot uh because i've played oh whenever i get bored i'll download another game and i'm like oh it can also be played on pc and then i say ah, i don't want to play this game um i don't want another daily game um so but like pokemon go i know uh fortnite and uh PUBG are huge ones that are on both um Oh, did Fortnite start on on mobile? It did. I actually had no idea. I I would have guessed it would have, it was a console game first. Um, or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty dumb. Don't mind. Yeah. Me. So it, way out it of wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if they were working that way. Uh, but I'm not expecting it. At the same time, my God, would it it make life easier for streamers though? if they cross-platformed to PC as well. Because you'd no longer have to use BlueStacks. Yeah, it's true. Though, honestly, I, I got my computer upgraded, and I have had zero problem with BlueStacks now. Once yeah. I finally figured out how to get, like, it was it was a huge hassle to even get BlueStacks to turn on on this computer for whatever reason. But once I solved that, um, yeah, it's been... It's been a dream, man. I, I don't reset <laughs> for for my streams. I like I reset yeah. one one time. I was like, all right, I've it was like on fight night, and my computer had been like my blue stacks had been on for like four hours. So I was like, all right, we're gonna reset right now before the stream start or before the the actual attack start. And then after that, yeah, I, I haven't reset for anything for any reason. Um, but that being said, I, I wouldn't complain about an even more stable version. Of course not. Right. Right. Um, I would actually play on the computer as, as opposed to just uh screen sharing my phone. Uh yeah, I yeah. don't blame you. Sounds good to me. Uh all right. So next question. Given the current mod culture of 6A and calibration, what's the best way to acquire relevant mods? For example, speed or offense sets. Mod challenges seem like a less efficient method. But at least you can target the set, while pilfering the mod shop is more random and is hard to focus on a specific set for improvement. So, what are what are you doing for mods? Um. So typically, I, I feel like the ones I'm working, like the things I'm doing at this point, um, uh, that there's a lot of mod influx in our game actually right now. Um. On my littler accounts, I still do farm actual real mods sometimes, but it's also like my, for that little account for Prevail Man, it's, it's very difficult to even find the credits. Honestly, like it, it's just hard because I, I don't want to spend the the raid currency on credits if I don't have to, because I, I want to I wanna buy gear and stuff. And so, like, it's it doesn't seem efficient to spend raid currency on specifically like credits for modding and so a lot of it what i what i'm doing really is just upgrading the mods that i have and when i need to 
I'll just farm the the set that I need for a few days. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm pretty wide about like, I'm like, okay, if I'm, if I'm going to upgrade these mods, like I just need to have good secondaries. And if they don't roll them immediately, I'm still, I, I tend to be a little more patient with them. Like, well, you rolled percent offense like three times. You didn't roll speed once, but I'll, well, I'll, like eventually I'll get to roll some, some speed. It'll be useful at some point. And you already rolled one thing that I like. So to me, as long as they have like, the components to be good it's like hey this guy's an athlete but he's not very good at the game yet like he's not that skilled it's like well i'll take a gamble and see if he develops some skill too <laughs> you know yeah i um i well on my main account like i, I understand with your all but on my main account i don't need to buy gear with the mark one raid currency anymore so basically the only thing i buy is um credits fleet credits and the mod material it's like the three nodes or whatever you call them right in a row that that's pretty much all i buy with the mark one and so i have never farmed so many mods or leveled up so many mods as i do now um it's so much fun so i what what i'm doing is i'm farming mods on friday saturday sunday then the slicing materials on Monday through Thursday. Um, but because like last week I hit 45 million on my account for credits and I haven't been that high in years probably. Cause I just, every store refresh, I buy one to 2 million credits in the store and I'm like, huh, these add up really fast. If you don't have a mod to buy in the store. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, what I'm doing on my main. I also have every character at least G12. So, you know, the gear I need is the gear for the next character, not, oh my God, I need 150 of these for five more characters. Like it's, you know, so I can do that. I I think for a long time before this raid came about, I was buying out of the store and I would I would mod farm every other weekend. And then I would focus on slicing materials because I was really focused on getting six E's for the past year. Because um, I was I was far behind on them. And now now I'm caught up on six E mods, or at least caught up in the sense that I have enough six E mods for every character that I'm going to use in GAC. Like I there, you know, there are counts with thousand over a thousand six E mods. I just don't need that many 60 mods right now so i'm switching back to focusing on mod farming at this point yeah that's fair i mean my my main account i, I actually just rolled three new plus 25s last night from like they, there were just a few few that i had gotten to 21 that i just hadn't tried to um upgrade yet and they all just happened to hit i was like this is crazy um yeah you know but... <sighs> You know what I've started doing with upgrading mods? Hmm. I just kind of, since we get so many characters, um, I just kind of wait until I need to mod the next character and then slice and calibrate the mods. And I find you're not going to get like a full set of 25s that way, but I can easily get like a plus 120 speed set just by doing that of, 
huh, all right, here's unused buds. I'll stick it on you. Now I'm going to slice it three times and then I'll calibrate it once or twice. And since it's like two weeks in between each character release, it's, um, you know, I have two weeks to farm the materials. And I just don't burn the materials. And it's like, huh, I have a properly modded character. And just from the scraps, basically, that were sitting on my bench. Yeah, I mean, there's... It's just an interesting thing with with calibration now. You, you can really you can really make a lot out of a mod that is like if you don't initially roll like it used to be. I'm like, man, if you don't roll ten speed at least, uh, you're out, you know. And if you and even if you did roll like to eleven speed, but you needed two rolls to get there, then you're out. <laughs> um, and and now, I mean, I guess the second one is still a little like, well, you wasted two rolls to get to like a pretty subpar number, but. Um, uh, like not not all the characters need high speed anyways and i i just i tend to be a lot more discerning about what i buy in the shops but when i do buy them in the shops i don't just immediately delete them if they don't roll high speed because there, there are some characters that don't need it so yeah I, yeah I don't know it's just uh and you just have so many roles you have what you have 12 or 13 total roles on the on each mod yeah, it's, it's absurd how many chances you have now. Like, calibration, slicing really changed things. And then calibration came in and really changed things even more. Um, in a big way. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next podcast question. If you could find out any three answers from behind the scenes of CG, what would they be? So... An example would be what exactly takes so long for Disney Plus units to come to Swaga. Um, so, if you could be a fly on the wall of CG and get any three answers, what would they be? Uh, so the first thing that comes to my mind is like, what are they doing about Squish? Like, what what is their actual plan behind it? Because there's a certain level of like that because they haven't addressed it for so long, it makes me think that they have something extra for it. Like, uh, you know, Fatal suggested this too of like, well, if they, if they haven't done, uh, if they haven't fixed it and it's been this long, then they probably know about it. And it's probably they're not fixing it because it's going to be fixed by something else coming down the line. And it, it kind of points to the idea of, maybe they're going to upgrade, update GAC to the point where the squish situation is just going to be completely irrelevant, whatever that's going to be. Um, so they're not bothering to fix it or even address it because they know it's going to be fixed soon enough and they just haven't bothered telling us. I, I don't know if that's actually the case, though. I, I would like to know. I want to know. Tell me. Please freaking let me know. Please. <laughs> Assholes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's easily the top on my list as well. Um, I I think my, my one of my top ones, Squish is the top one, the top one. But another one I want to know about is with some of the characters that haven't been released, is it because of Disney or is it because of them? Like, is it just not in their plans? Like, they they were like, oh, we need to release this character, but I can't think of a new kit? Or is it, like, Disney saying, we don't want you to release this character yet for 
X, Y, or Z reason? Like what they've kind of talked about the process of once they come up with who they're going to use and how they work with Disney and do it that way. Like, so I already know that, but it's how much pushback do they get from Disney with them saying, we want to do this character And then Disney says no or yes or not now or like that. I I do want to know how much pushback they get when they come up with a character idea or how much Disney has said in the spring, we we want you to release characters from this show or movie or whatever it is. Yeah, no, I so that I think that would be my my question, at least a version of it is like. I, I want to know just how, because um, I, I know how complicated things can get. I would like to know all of their, like, interactions with all the different groups. Like, so so I used to work in a prison, not as a not as an inmate, but um, <laughs> uh, it's like, you know, like a, an administrator. Um, I, I, I audited them. And uh, it was just so fascinating because you have you have all like the blue staff who are the you know the officers and you have the administration side of things all the paperwork the paper pusher guys and the then you have the inmates who are also like really important obviously because they're the whole reason everyone's there and all three of those groups are so distinct and you need all three of them to be interacting in a healthy way and trying to like that it, it's a struggle because they're all such different personality types such extremely different perceptions on how things need to be going and um it, like it's really interesting on, on like an academic side of things but uh, you know I, it's like i have my public my master's degree of public administration so of course i'm like oh yeah let's look at this let's uh, <laughs> you know but i mean it's very similar with cg i feel like like you have you have CG itself, but then they're beholden to at least some things that EA says, maybe all things. I have no idea. And then and then beyond that, even if EA doesn't close the door on things, then you have Disney. And who knows how many doors can, how many people can close the door on something? They're like, oh, hey, let's ask the story group. Oh, story group doesn't like that. Never mind. Or, hey, let's ask the people making movies, you know, like... I'm sure that that's a different group. Like, there's a ton of people that they have to ask, and I I think we would all maybe look on CG just a little more kindly if we understood just exactly how complex all of that is. Oh yeah, I, I, you can just tell that it is a bureaucratic nightmare. <laughs> it's like, um, you can just just tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you can't. And the the problem is they can't say anything about it. They're like, right. Like, like you have to wonder. Did was Meatface actually like? I, I, I took it as trolling when he was like patience or this gif about about a Grand Inquisitor. It's like, guys, we really need this thing. You promised you'd put it, put it out. Blah blah blah. And he just trolls us. Was that actually like him breaking rule for us to go over their heads and like? Is he is he allowed to say anything about Grand Inquisitor in reality? Like, did he was that just like a small breach of what he was supposed to do just to look out for the player base? Like, we might look way more kindly on him as well if we knew exactly what he was allowed to talk about. Yeah, that's true. Um, my third and final question would just be: Do they actually have communications meetings? And if they do, what goes on in them? Sure. That's 
I want to know what's talked about. Like, is somebody saying, oh, we should tell them this, and then there's somebody above them saying, no, you won't. Don't you dare talk about the Grand Inquisitor event. Um, Mm -hmm. I would love to know. I would love to know that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, no, um, that's that's true. Um, I, I would like that. I think I think that my question would I I would like to know if they have some kind of mandatory play amount that their employees have like like if you're going to be working on new character kits but you never play the damn game like that seems like a problem and so it seems like there would be some kind of mandate there it in place right. just 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 like on a work level policy th- you know it's just like hey. Uh, we trust you to do a good job, but it, like you, we know you can't do a good job without actually interacting with these kits. And, and you know, like how effective would that mandate really be? It's like, well, you know, I mean, you could probably game the system by just logging in and just tapping the screen every couple minutes so it doesn't <laughs> die, you know, and be like, hey, look at right. this. I logged all this time on this account. They're like, really? You're like still level 74 after like three years. You're like, well, yeah, but <laughs> I, I played. Uh, so right. I, I don't know. I don't know how effective it would. I, I would like to know <laughs> what that interaction is, though. Yeah, I I I agree with that. Um, because they should, because they should play it. Um, but yeah, they should. I mean yeah. that that was one of the biggest things that people took into question. Like when when CG Carrie, she's like, "Yeah, I spend hundreds of dollars every month on this game." of my own dollars and people are like, yeah right but she she answered things so intelligently she was very much in the mix of things like you could tell she played the game really if you were actually if you wanted to listen if you weren't just being a dick about things right. like she actually did yeah yeah so yeah i i would like to know um yeah here you talk for a minute i gotta close my window <laughs> apparently we're trying to the ac Oh yeah, um, yeah. I uh, I do I do think that it would be nice that they're playing the game. I mean, realistically, how do you how do you develop a game that you don't play? Like that's you just you can't you can't develop a good game unless you've at least played it or want to play it a little bit. Um, yeah, but uh, all right. Let's get into the next podcast question. This one just made me laugh. Uh, assume for a minute that everyone in the community is wrong and the next GL is not Ahsoka or Leia. Who is it and why do you think it's Haldo? The next galactic <laughs> legend is Haldo? And that's why it made me laugh. Um, but no, realistically, if it's not Leia or Ahsoka, who do you think it could be? Uh, so... I I think we'd have to guess light side. I know everyone wants me to say Satelli Sean or however the hell they say it. Um, Satil, yeah. Sat, let's just call her Sat because we can agree on that much. No, <laughs> I'm sure you're right. Um, because <laughs> I I've done no research on it. Um, I I know that that's the fan favorite, or at least a lot a lot of the community really like that. Um, I I think I think we could do, we we need to find some kind of light side character that's sympathetic to people i i don't i don't know like that probably works it seems a little 
I don't know, it seems kind of obscure to me. Like how, how many, how much overlap really is this community too? Like how many people back when Jedi Revan was first released, like even though that's like the most popular game Star Wars has ever had, how many people were like, I don't, that's not part of my Star Wars. Oh, a ton. I remember that left and right in our guild. Yeah, like people are still like, I don't know him, but like, sure, he's, he carries a lightsaber. That's fine. So like, I, I kind of cringe on that. At the same, like, maybe we could have like a Padme character that that would be yeah. um, acceptable. Honestly, I think I think Padme is kind of underrepresented in this game, anyways. So I wouldn't mind having a Padme Galactic Legend. She she was certainly legendary. The things she pulled off with with just like peace. I, I don't know. I think she was pretty cool. She she could definitely be one. So we'll ultimately see Padme. All right. Um. I was going to say, talk about obscure. Um, I was going to say the sister setting up the brother and then. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, those episodes are so, such a mind. <laughs> they <F>. are. <laughs> but you know what? And so it, it they show up in the Clone Wars, they show up in Rebels, and there's a chance they show up in the Ahsoka series because if. At least pictures of them. Not, I'm not talking about like actual representations. Um, so uh, I, I would say the sister, because I've really struggled with like, who are galactic legends? I still don't think Jabba is a galactic legend. Um, like he's in the game. I enjoy his kit. I enjoy playing with him, but I don't think he's qualifies as a galactic legend. Um, yeah, I mean, and we argued about Lord Vader too. Like, what what's legendary about right. about that version of him? Like, <laughs> he's he literally just got his legs and arms chopped off after he met his first right. his first hard enemy. He's like, I'll slaughter a bunch of people who were beneath me, and oh, so my first challenge, I'm dead. Right. Yeah. Uh, legendary. <laughs> <laughs> legendary yeah. fail, man. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're you're kind of right. I I like Jabba well enough. Like, he he loosely meets what I would consider. But but yeah, like there's, it's tough because there's not a ton of characters that I would really consider up to being legendary. Like, would you right. could, could we do like old Lando as legendary? Like, what 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 the hell has he done? You know? uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. Um. Just just get another Luke in there. Just add another Luke. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So next one. Uh, assuming that we need a GAC change slash expansion, how do you feel about each of the three weeks being different like the TB sectors? Like week one, dark side only. Week two, mixed. Week three, light side only. Um so drastically altering the boards how would how would you feel about that and other than just expansion how would you feel about changes to GAC I've been answering first a lot I'll let you have first stab All at right. it uh a I would hate that proposed one because we already talk about you know how certain omicrons are useless because you only get to use them half the time imagine if you only got to use your light side team like two thirds of every GAC and same with dark side. Like you, you just, 
you you get all excited. You finally unlock the new GL, and then you have to wait two weeks to use it. Um, so I would hate that specific example. I think a lot can be done with changing how the zones are laid out. Um, because the board feels so big because we kind of we get a lot of information. Like in five v five, there's only three teams hiding in the back. Uh. So you have you have most of the information before you head into the back. So you can easily hold teams that you need for the back. I think if they broke up the zones differently, so I you know almost do it like the TB map, where you you start out and you have three zones, and then that opens up three zones, and then that opens up three zones, then that opens up three zones. Up three zones. You'd have so much less information. And I think a lot of the good players would take a lot more chances on the teams in the front thinking they have to save something for the, you know, each successive zone. I think it would, I I would like that idea. So use the TB idea just in a different way. What about, what about you? Yeah, I'd, I'd try that for sure. It's just it, like, if you do a full week of, you have two full weeks where I can't use Starkiller or Jabba, like, that, that's a fail, in my opinion. Like, that just ruins two really important squads and probably a lot of, of future squads. Like, the mix, mixed squads are more and more of a thing in this game. And, uh, like, I, I welcome it. So, I, I like the idea. Honestly, I've been giving a lot of thought to, uh, like... I, I don't have time. I, I I would have to give up one of my accounts, but I've been get, I've been thinking about like what if I just made a on a dark side only account or light <laughs> light side only account. So so like on some levels this this idea kind of appeals to me because that's that would kind of it'd be kind of fun yeah. every once in a while to just oh it's light side only like what are you gonna do? I think so I I like the idea like map change could change so much. You're you're right about that and. Um, you can also just make it random, maybe of just like yeah, like sometimes it is actually a bigger board. It's like hey, well I'm facing. Last time I faced X player, we only had uh you know like we only rolled a two, so that you know we only we only have a few squads on defense. But now we rolled a six, and or, you know I'm just making pulling things out of the air. But now we have a ton of squads. It's going to change the dynamic. That that might be interesting. Another thing that I've thought of. What might be interesting and it might just be too complex but trying to mix 3v3 and 5v5 in some zones and it's just like um because if you can use a 3v3 squad to counter something that's great but maybe you're gonna maybe you don't want to use that because you're using really key characters for your 5v5 counters um it might be too complicated but i, I think i i do like like the kind of the that line of thought though of going out of your going out of the box and thinking like well what what can we do to make things more interesting even if it doesn't take like way more time necessarily so yeah and all the yeah. stuff i said might really suck like truly <laughs> I, I don't know but but like i i, I it's just the stuff i would like to try maybe like i think map stuff could really make things a lot better yeah yeah i i agree um and I, dear Lord, please don't make Kyber One a four fleet zone. <laughs> oh man, God, please no. Um, Kill me. Death uh, first. 
Uh, all right. Oh God, we've been going. So there's another question. There's, I'm going to ask one last question and then there's another one we'll have to save for next week. Um, because right. we've been going two hours at this point. Jeez. Uh, all right. What has been your most enjoyable quote unquote era of the game? So the example is this person started when gas was the strong team and I've heard stories of old metas that sound interesting or fun. So what is your most interesting era in the game? Hmm. You know, I mean, there's a lot. I, th I think it's back when GAC was maybe a little more prominent. Um, people weren't as bored by it as they are now. Um, or not maybe not even bored, but just like we have so much to do in the game. Um, I, I think when I when I was using my alt to get you know like top ten on. It, like it consistently like i almost got top 10 in in the kyber league or whatever it was um but way back in the day with with my um with my stupid professor x account because you could you could really game the system like i, I really liked that even if, like matchmaking was broken and stuff i think that tra and transitioning into the the current style of gac with the leaderboard climb and just the hope that i had with it and the excitement for gac that it brought and you know we got more viewers and more people were excited about like, you know, before we were kind of all jaded and miserable about a lot of this stuff uh, before Omicrons before, you know, like it was um, just seemed simpler and more exciting to me. I, I like that. And, and I guess I'll just say, I love what's going on with the game right now. Like Datacrons, super interesting, make this game like very interesting to me. Um, Omicrons, I know they could use some tweaks. They need to be more common, all this stuff. Um, Omicrons are also, they, they add an interesting wrinkle to me in decision-making process and farming. And so uh, like right now, it's also very interesting. I, I, yeah. I like all of it. The one I hated the most was when Datacrons first came out because people were such dicks about everything. <laughs> what about yeah. you? Um, I, oh man. So my favorite was probably the days when JTR, the droid, the two droids, and Resistance Hero Finn and Poe just destroyed everything. Um, a team, I mean, Zori is now better than that team. Um, that team has fallen off. Granted, we're talking about a team from three years ago so of course it's going to fall off some um it was just so much that team was so much fun so many assists and interactions and it killed literally everything and nobody ever used it um because it was awful on defense like night sisters just embarrassed it on defense but it, it was so uh that was probably my favorite time of the game that or uh Remember when Zetas first came out? Um, actually, were you? I know you started later than me. Were you playing playing the game when Zetas first came out? No, I, I missed about okay. the first first year. I don't know if it was All right. a little more than or a little less, but yeah, I was. It. Okay, uh, when Zetas first came out, it it was it just changed things like. 
it was, you know, we had a lot less characters, but you have like Darth Vader lead with the the Kylo Ren Zeta, and it just changed things. Um, so I really, really enjoyed those kind of two eras. I did not enjoy the Dooku lead or the 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 old Ben lead metas. Those those metas can go die and rot in hell. Um, nice. <laughs> but yeah, I also actually CLS Chase plus two was always a fun one as well. Um, because you kind of filled in who was going in the middle there because it was before Chewy, um, it was before Chewy, before 3PO, before before all the good rebels that you would know now. And so it was like CLS Chase, and then I remember somebody in my shard had geared up Fulcrum and was using Fulcrum in that spot. That was there was a lot more variation then as well um so yeah those would be my answers yeah i I always enjoy those more simple times i remember when i was like yep i did the finn lead zeta and everyone was like holy crap and right it was just so good in hoth territory battles it just won everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah simpler times man i i did like that um that's that's good times. Yeah. Like I also, I, I won't I won't go on at length about it. But yeah, also, like all the different times. Once I started making content a lot, and uh, you know, like, but what we've been able to create in the three ish, however long we've been doing this years yeah. now, um, I I don't know. I just cherish that. Like I I've never built something like this before. Not really. <laughs> like I I've done it a little bit with with other games, just a tiny bit, but not nothing to the extent that we have and. We have a big community. We have a like one of the bigger Galaxy of Heroes servers. I know it's nothing compared to the event server, but it's it's still got a lot of members. Um, I don't know, like the the people we know that the like they've been our friends for for years at this point. It's crazy. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, I you know not to get like overly sentimental. It's just been um like. But since we started making content and streaming and stuff, I've I've also just loved loved almost every minute of it. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, though speaking of, it's probably time to stop making content tonight because we've been going on for now way over two hours. Um, yeah, screw content, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's different content to make tonight. Um. <laughs> Ron Calamari says you were watching an old X ex- vids last night when I when I sat on a couch making content. <laughs> Holy cow, man! Uh, yeah, uh, or with the dining room table in the background. Oh, the good man. old days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good times, man. Um, all right. So, real quick, because people have said they want like this section. Uh, what this past week? What have you worked on? Um, I, I got Cal. I, I unlocked Cal and got under Relic 8. And then I got Sierra Relic 6. Um, and actually 7, but it's too late for her. Um, <laughs> and I mean, that's basically it. I've, I've been trying to hoard a little bit, just trying to wait, hold off. Um, I'm ready for Leviathan as well. I don't know if I was last week, but I am now. And 
yeah, that's that's basically it. And I, I should probably not go on at length about what's going on with my alts uh, right now. But um, I will say Prevail Man somehow went three and oh this week after going two and one last week and it's uh it's getting serious like don't put me in a don't do not put me in a rhodium again assholes (laughs) (laughs) um what about you what are you working on i so i got cal i'm still he's still only r6 I, i need so much signal data um and then I actually got Kanan and Zeb to relics this week. Uh, I am slowly so God, we don't have enough time to talk about how fantastic this raid is, but it's so much easier to just get these G12 characters to G13 that I've just started working on characters that just can go to uh, G13. Um like Kanan and Zeb, and my plans for this week is I'm going to start getting a couple of the Ewoks up to G13. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, I don't need to use them, but they're they're at gear 12, and it's kind of cheap now with the raid to get them to G- G13, and every character that I get to G13 now is a character less that I'll need when they become a requirement. So... That's that is what I have worked on for the past week and what I'm going to be working on for the next week. That's fair. Uh, can you just give people a real like one minute synopsis of you have an alt now? What the hell? Uh, well, that's there's a long story behind that. Um, so I'm babysitting an account for a little while. That's that's what's going on. Um, so it's it's running it's running tb in a friend's guild right now and that's where it's hiding for for the for the moment until more decisions are made about it um but yeah the person running my old my old alt upgraded so i have uh i'm working with somebody else on on the alt at the moment Oh, okay. You found someone else. I need to find someone else to help me with Prevail, man. That's what I need to do. That <laughs> that damn account. Yeah. It's fun, but damn, yeah. it's just a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. With All that right. said, we um we can call it a day. So thank thank you everyone for joining us. Hey guys, don't be dicks. Remember that evil sucks. <laughs>